Hey, welcome to another podcast of Dream, Dream Chasers. Um, I want to thank um, our sponsors, Rita's Ice, uh, Replay Hemp, uh, Team Await, uh, the push-up machine from uh, an Amazon IGB, and uh, Biosound uh, Therapy. Thank you guys for, um, for keeping this podcast going. Hey, today, got a good friend on. Um, college coach, um, ex-college uh, player. Uh, everybody knows her as uh, Janice Banks, but her name now is Janice Constantine. How you doing? Constantine. I'm doing great. How are you? Constantine. You said Constantine, it right. Constantine, I said it right. Okay, I messed it up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Look up. Yeah, I'm, no, you're – it's hard. It's tough. It's tough for me because I, I'm so used to seeing. I, I just got finished. Uh, we were talking a little bit, and I was like, everybody, anybody talks to me about IU or something. I'm like, yeah, I know Janice Banks, and I'm like, that's not her name. So uh, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for that. I don't want your husband to get to jump down my throat on that one. But how you doing today? Good. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So background on Janice. Oh, background on me. Hey, where do I start? Now, I'll kind of start just from my um, grow up, grew up um, in Indianapolis, Indiana, born and raised, 317 all day. No. <laughs> um, went, um, went to Ben Davis High School. Right. Um, played there for four years under Coach Ben, started to win the state championship my mm-hmm. freshman year. Um, just really, really great career at Ben Davis. Um, uh-huh. I, I switched to Day Bleed Purple. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my school. I love what it taught me. Um, and then so after I got done with um, the Davis, I went on and played four years at the University of Wisconsin um, in Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, did that for four years. Um, got Big Ten honors. Uh, went to WNIT championship. Lost, came a runner-up um, my junior year and had another appearing my senior year. So right. it was actually it was a great time. It was a great career. I, actually, it's a funny story. I never made it to the NCAA tournament as a player. This year actually was my first year ever as, as I'm as a coach. It is just an incredible experience. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then after I got done playing at Madison, um, I went on to play three years overseas. I played, I started in Ukraine my first year, then I played in Switzerland my second, and then Iceland my third. And then after that, I got into coaching. Um, I had a couple of coaching offers that I turned okay. out and keep playing. And then mm-hmm. um, kind of came upon a situation where I was I asked to be a graduate assistant at Auburn University um, down in Alabama. And I sent me. And it was a great year. Um, I'd actually I was going to take a GA spot. You was going to stay there for two years. Mm-hmm. But I actually, um, and you'll probably know who this is, Kyle. It was at that point Kyle Black. Um, mm-hmm. He actually went to North Central as well. Right. Kyle Reckless, that's at Milwaukee, um, mm-hmm. hired me um, after mm-hmm. my first year as a GA as an assistant coach. So, spent two years at Milwaukee, and then um, that path took me to two years at IUPUI with Austin Parkinson, another great experience, and then uh, a great experience at Milwaukee, too. Pause I didn't say that, but the very first two years in Milwaukee, and then a great two years at IUPUI. Mm-hmm. And I just then my track, my path from IUPUI. Then took me, um, landed me here in Bloomington um, with Coach Terry Moore, and I just completed my third season here. Um, right. So, yeah, that's kind of my coaching background player journey um, right. that has led me to this place that I'm at right now. Gotcha, gotcha. It's a, it's a great story. So what what is the difference uh, as a player 
when you played in high school versus when you played in college? How's the coaching styles different? How's the game different? How is, uh, um, you know, all the way around, what's the difference that you've seen playing college ball to, from, I mean, from high school to college? So the biggest, the, the, a couple big adjustments. Um, mm-hmm. The one is obviously the competition is greater. Right. Um, you're literally on the floor with all good players. I mean, there's right. really usually nobody on the floor who's just horrible. You know, they may not be the best on their team, but right. they got that scholarship for a reason. You know, and obviously I played in the Big Ten, so Power Five. It was super competitive every night. Um, we got to go against some of the best players in the country, WNBA picks things right. of that nature. So um, super, super competitive. Um, right. So that was one big difference is you just literally had to be ready every night. Anybody could beat you on any night. And right. you can never take somebody for granted. Um, the pace of the tempo, um, right. just to level up things are expected to be done, um, is just so much greater. You know, I think so many kids come out of high school now and they think they're ready. And, uh, you know, they think they kind of got understanding, but you have no idea if you step foot on your college campus. Because, you know, not the high school coaches' jobs aren't dependent on it, but our literally our collegiate jobs are. I mean, right. literally, it's how, we, it's how we see our families. It's how, we, it's how we live, you know. And at the end of the day, our jobs are measured by the wins and the losses, you know. From, right. Whether that's fortunate or unfortunate, you know. I mean, you can be doing a lot of other great things, but. At the end of the day, you're, you're, you're paid to win. And so it's just a whole other level of demand expectations um, that your coaches set for you, and mm-hmm. you have to be willing to just work at such an extreme level. So I would say that was my biggest difference from going to high school um, to, to, uh, to college. Right. Right. Tell me, tell me the role that your parents played um, in you coming up playing basketball, playing sports, period. Yeah. So super significant. Um, obviously, I probably – I've got into sports really more so because my big brother, um, he was a phenomenal football mm-hmm. player, basketball mm-hmm. player, really track star. I mean, really whatever he did, he excelled in. Right. Um, and so just kind of growing up, I started playing ball at about five. Mm-hmm. He was playing. And so, um, you know, I decided to play. And my dad, um, he would play college football. He played in the, uh, had spent a little time in the NFL, some training camps. My mom played sports and middle school and things like that. So sports was just kind of in our blood. And mm-hmm. so we didn't really have the option to not do something. You know, they didn't have, they never forced the sport on us, but mm-hmm. you weren't just going to sit around the house. And so my parents were very significant in just kind of pushing us to compete um, and always supportive. I mean, I, I, I don't remember too many times when my parents weren't at something I was doing. Um, when right. I played growing up, I was more basketball and softball. Right. Those were the only two sports I did growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, just super significant. I mean, my parents are so, so, so supportive. Um, and obviously having me and my brother, they both had to just balance out who was right. taking to where, who was doing what. And right. a lot of times they both made it to both of our things. You know, they were just, they were, they were kind of like rock stars in mine. So right. I give so much credit. And just the, the discipline, the sportsmanship, um, the, the mental aspect, the, mm-hmm. the respect for the game, the hard work. I mean, they just instilled all of those qualities into me at, at a very young age. So mm-hmm. um, I would not be, obviously, outside of um, outside of God, uh, without my parents, I definitely um, would not be in the place that I was right now. Right, right. So you mentioned you played other sports uh, when you were younger, correct? I did. I did. I played softball growing up. Mm-hmm. And then when I got into softball and basketball. And so, then when I got into, <clears throat> go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm listening. 
and then, then I was going to say, and then I so softball and basketball all the way up through middle school. Mm-hmm. And then probably in, I think, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Seventh grade, I picked up volleyball late. I okay. had a coach ask me to come play in the tournament. It wasn't for my school in seventh grade, but she had to come play in the tournament. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. I had <laughs> right. no idea. I knew nothing about volleyball. Right. But I was athletic, and she was like, give it a try. So I was terrible my first time out. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of was like, but have fun. Right. Um, and so I tried out my eighth grade year, made the team, um, mm-hmm. and went on to play four years of volleyball, varsity volleyball in high school, and mm-hmm. then I played basketball. And then I actually, instead of softball in high school, I switched over to track. Okay. Um, and did that for four years. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so I was a three sport athlete uh, all four years in high school. Right. So now, I mean, this day and age, I'm seeing a lot of this because, you know, I have my kids that play sports, stuff like that. Kids are specializing in one sport pretty early. What are your thoughts on that? You play you play three sports and you know, from there you were able to pick up and go to college and and play overseas with basketball. But you started with something else. Uh, How did the how did this how did playing those sports push you to be a good basketball player? Uh, I mean, this is my personal opinion. I have not done any research on anything. I don't know anything in terms right. of the facts behind it. But I, I am an advocate for multiple sport athletes. Um, mm. I don't, and especially in high school. I think for one reason. I think you know most high schools aren't blessed to have just a bunch of athletes running around. You right. know, and right. when you have your best athletes and then they all play basketball and then your volleyball team is not very good or your track, you know what I mean? Like, right. you know, these kids can play other things. I just think it's an all around great experience. I think it makes your high school better. I think it makes your experience better. I feel like I met so many people through it. I felt like it kept me busy. It kept me out of trouble. Right. Um, you know, you had to keep your grades up. It kept you focused. Um, and I love to compete. So that was a, another thing for me. Like, I always wanted to win. I always wanted to be doing something. Um, so I would be a fan of multiple sport athletes. I think more kids, and, and no matter what it is, it could be soccer, it could be swimming, it could right. be gymnastics, it could be a lot of things. I just think kids, I think that kids are less likely to be injured when they play multiple sports. I think you give your um, body a chance to do different things. Um, I think you got to figure out what sports you love. Um, I don't, I just, I do. I thought, I thought playing multiple sports for me was just, I would never change it. If I could go back and do it again, I, I'd try to figure out a way to play softball in my track. You know, I, right. I would play cause I just loved it. And I, and I think that more kids should do it, but I do understand circumstances and I do understand that some parents don't have the means to rush right. their kid back and forth to multiple sports. They financially, I know it can be a burden. So there are, I think, contributing factors of why kids don't. Right. Um, so that part, I would never, you know, step step over my boundaries for that. But if right. they're able, I do think kids should be most of sports. I mean, when you're in middle school and you're specializing only in basketball, you got trainers. And I mean, you know, it's cool. You right. know, I think. I mean, I think I started with one in about middle school, but I'm mean, still trained out with my dad a lot. My dad was solely devoted to my trainer. Right. Um, but I don't know. I, I just think kids can. There's still so much that they can still do. Right. And when you start specializing in something, I don't know. I just think it kind of. Yeah. I've seen a lot of kids lose their passion early, too, when they kind of been bombarded to do one thing. 
Yeah. You know, you don't, you, well, you don't, you don't know what you're, you know, a lot of times when you're young and maybe if you're playing one sport, how do you know if you're good at other things? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you, just like you Absolutely. said with volleyball, they're like, come out cause you're, cause you're athletic and you go out and you kill it. And it's like, man, well, she should have been playing volleyball all along. You might've had an opportunity yeah. to go to a big 10 school or a small Christian college, a, a big 10 school for mm-hmm. volleyball and then a small Christian college for basketball. Well, which one are you going to pick? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right, what right, I, I, right. I get it that whatever your, your long-term goal is, that's going to make a lot of sense to go wherever. But I'm just saying you give yourself more opportunity. You know, I, I look at stuff now, like my daughter plays basketball and that's all she played. Now she's, now she does uh, track and I'm not mm-hmm. a big track guy, but I mean, she's like running people down and the girl has never, she mm-hmm. doesn't have, you know, I, I, her start looks kind of shaky to me because I, I ran the 40 playing football and that type of thing, whatever. But, you know, that's something we could work on. But I'm looking, I'm like, she's just naturally got those long strides. And I mean, she's out there, you know, dusting some some kids that's been there for years. So, you know, right, that's, a, right. that's a big deal, man. I, I think that, you know, and I think it have, just helps with your other sports. I think it just kind right. of correlates. You know, I all, I always knew I loved basketball the most. Right. Um, and that's what I specialize in. Like, I never did anything extra for volleyball track. I know it sounds bad, but right. I, right. I mean, obviously, I would, in practice, I would do extra things. I didn't like go to any extra stuff for volleyball in terms of training and things of that nature. But I felt like my volleyball helped my basketball, and then basketball helped right. track and vice versa, you know. And so I do. I think somebody like our, right, she's probably a track stud, you know, and she's right. a good basketball stud. I'm, Cause I'm, I got my eye on her already. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, coach, get her a scholarship. All right. Hey, so. I'm trying to get. I told, I told Kia, I said, get her down to Camden. We start these babies young. Right. You have no idea. <laughs> get them going. Get them. Wait, now, look, let's... what, 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 Time to put your coaching hat on. All right. Um, okay. I can do that very. I can do that very well. Well, it's 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 a difference from when um, I would say even you know I'm a I'm a couple of years older than you, but even when you played, I think I think it, it's a lot different now dealing with parents um, and kids and that type of thing. So if I'm a parent and I'm listening, and you know um, we got a college coach on on this um, podcast, and we're trying to figure out. Um, what's the best course for my kid? Like what, um, what are some best practices that, you know, I could, I can instill in my kid now um, to get them ready for, you know, when, when coach uh, Constantine comes, comes, Here you and, uh, <laughs> I, I keep messing it up, but she comes and she's watching um, other kids um, uh, play and stuff like that. And you, and you see my kid, what are, what are some, uh, some best practices or something that you would possibly some advice that you would give to a parent that, um, you know, maybe their kid is on the cusp, um, you know, what, what type of teammate to be, um, you know, how that attitude should be. And then me as a parent, you know, how not to step overstep my bounds. So what are some things that you've seen that you would, you would tell parents like, Hey, you know, if you yeah. want your kid to, to, you know, yeah come to a Big Ten school, I, I, I would advise against that. Maybe you shouldn't be calling the head coach or, you know, tell me right. something about that. Wow. Uh, man, it's so many areas um, in terms of, I mean, we could, we could do a whole podcast on probably that question alone. Okay. Um, okay. But I'll try to kind of keep it, you know, kind of 
brief and kind of structured a little bit. So I think right. one, it would depend on what age, kind of, right. you know, what age they are, what I'm watching, right. you know, things of that nature. It's funny, actually, I've had a conversation with your wife before. And right. I think like for a kid, like Ari's age and things like that, I, I think the most, the best advice I would give is make sure they're having fun. Right. You know, make sure. sure that they understand that they have fun with the doing. But I think there's also something about hard work that you also can instill at that young age because that can be all for life. You know what I mean? Like right. if you're going to be, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it to the best of your ability. You know, and right. I don't believe in letting kids, I don't believe in letting kids quit this right. season. Right. You know, like if you sign up for it, we're going to finish. Now, at the right. end of the season, if you choose, you don't like it, we can go on to something else. But we're not going to do this quitting. Because you don't like it or you think the coach is bad. Like, either, you know, right. at fifth grade, like, she can be learning some life lessons. You know what I mean? And so I, I, those are things of that nature in terms of that age would be make sure they're having fun. You know, right. make sure they're working hard. Right. If she wants it, and maybe talk about some goals, you know, mm-hmm. for her. You know, um, you know, she wanna, she's like, I want to be in WNBA. You know, all right, well, then we're going to really work towards that. But if she's like, you know, I just like it right now. And let her just like, you know, I wouldn't be doing training and all that kind of stuff because she may just like it as a hobby, you know. And so I think kind of figuring that angle out. And I think the older they get, like by the time these kids reach high school, you know, now you got to start looking at, okay, now what are your next goals? Like you just want to play high school ball. Right. You want to play college, you know, because I think there's so many unrealistic parents and every, every parent wants their kid to get a scholarship and every kid's not going to get one. Right. You know, um, we, we only have 15 that we can get out. And we got kids across the country. We got kids in Europe and Australia. I mean, we're recruiting right. nationwide. So we're not just recruiting Indiana. So, you know, just because your kids were 14 points in the game don't mean they're coming to play for the Hoosiers, you know. And so right, right. I just think, you know, my, my advice to parents would be, um, one, hopefully trust the coaches that they're playing for. Mm-hmm. Um, and trust that they're doing a good job with them, but also let your kids set goals, kind of right. see what those goals are. And if they want to work towards getting to college, that's right. fine. But then maybe finding a close friend or somebody that knows what that looks like, because I can be very honest with you now. I can, I can go through high school right now and probably tell you a lot of predictions of where kids could end up, but most right. people don't want to hear that. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can probably tell you right now, okay, that's a power five kid. You know, that's a right. that's a future WBA kid. Right. That's gonna be just a really good college kid. That's a mid major kid. That's a D two kid. And none of it's wrong with any of it. You just have to know your path. And right. I, I think so many parents don't, so many people don't, and so many people invest so much money and time and energy and because they want it so bad for their kids. Right. You know, and sometimes that just doesn't happen. And honestly, I know this sounds really bad. Your kid could be a really hard worker. Right. You know, but sometimes it's just not meant for everybody. You know, right. everybody's not gonna be the next pro, you right. know, everybody, everybody can't shoot like Steph Curry. I don't care how much they try, it, right. it just might not happen. You know, right. you you might be get a little bit like it. I'm not saying you can't practice your best, right. but I just think sometimes parents are very unrealistic um, of their kids and what their expectations are. And so, you know, for me, I just tell people, you know, what's the level of commitment going to be to where they say their goals are, you know, right. and if what if their commitment lines up to where their goals are, right. then there's a, there's a good chance they could be something special. But a lot of kids talk about goals, man, and a lot of kids want to do a lot of things. Mm. A lot of kids are not committed to the process of what it takes because it's mm. hard. You know? mm. And I can just speak to us alone. It's hard. Because, like, again, our jobs are on the line. Right. So every day that we step on whatever we do, man, 
we want to be the best. Like we want, like we went to the tournament this year and got the second round. Right. Like, and now, you know, but we, we want that to become a standard for anyone sure. in basketball. You for know what sure. I mean? Like, and, and so you have to put in the work. So it's like, whatever we did last summer, now we got to go even harder. Now we got to do even better. We got to right. do even more. Yeah, for it, it's sure. never, we're never satisfied, you know? And so our right. kids, she, I mean, they're, 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 they're committed. They're gym right. They understand it, you know, but, Right. There's sometimes some days they don't feel like it, and you got to get in their butt a little bit because that commitment level for a long period of time it's really hard and it's challenging. And, you know, a right. lot of kids say they want the success and they want the glamour and they want to be drafted and they want this. Right. But man, when you when you lay that commitment plan out in front of them, they're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> right. Right. Man, I, I didn't sign, I didn't up, sign up for this, this one. Nah, I ain't sign I up for that. Sign up for all this, and then, you know, and my thing is, I tell people, and that's okay. They right. go somewhere else where maybe you can do that because why I, I'm quick to tell people if you're not committed right. to the process that we're going to give you and right. that you need to have for yourself, you will be miserable here in Indiana. Right. Because we are we 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 demand too much. Yeah. Like we demand sure. a high level because we want to be champions. You know, like we're trying to chase Big Ten championships. We're trying to chase Final Fours, and we have to talk about those visions. We want to really get there. Right. You know what I mean? And so. I tell kids all the time, it, it, it ain't in the end, it ain't for everybody. Right, you know, right. And we, and we're not even, like you said, who's to say, like, think about what UConn's doing right now. I mean, that man, they won multiple. So, right. you know, right. it's tough. It, it, it's, it's tough, though. So I just right. tell people my biggest, my biggest step would be the commitment factor. What is your, what is your commitment level going to be? Right, right. We, and you guys are molding kids. I mean, you're doing that stuff, and that's and that's a big deal. So, hey, one more. So, one more question until, um, and and I'm a, I'm gonna do a kind of like a fast uh, fast question segment with you. Okay. This, um, recently married. Um, yes. Your husband. Your husband. I, I don't know him yet. I haven't met him yet, but he seems to be pretty athletic. I want to know a little bit about what's what's his background. And um, you know what he's doing now, and uh, what you guys yeah. got going down in Bloomington. Gotcha, gotcha. So he actually played football at Campbell University. Okay. Um, and so he played there. He did that for four years. Right. Um, nice. And then after he left Campbell, mm-hmm. um, he went on to to start his coaching career. Okay. Um, he's had a few stops at um, he did some internships at Baylor, HBU, um, and then ultimately it landed him here. Um, at Indiana, and he's also in his third year at Indiana. Um, we met here um, after we were both in our first years. We had a couple encounters, and then we finally kind of had our first kind of signs of communication around November. Mm-hmm. Um, and then November around Thanksgiving, we kind of just really started our dialogue with each other mm-hmm. and went on our first date probably soon after that, and then nine months later, he asked me to be his wife. <laughs> so it was, uh, nice. Nice. it was pretty, uh, it wasn't anything long and drawn out. We were very, we were both at a place. I mean, I'm, I'm older than my husband. And nice. so, um, but we had both been through some things in life that I think we had both kind of reached a maturity point where we kind of knew what we wanted. Right. Um, in our, in our dating. And so it was pretty clear cut, um, and right. open and honest from the beginning on both ends. I mean, he was very honest with me. I was very honest with him. Right. And yeah, so we just, we started dating and it was, it was great. And, uh, like so right. nine months later, he asked me to be his wife. And we got married last May and right. in about here in 11 days, I think, yeah, May 12th, we'll be celebrating one year uh, anniversary wow. with a, with a child on the way. So, Congrats. Uh, Congrats on both Yeah, of thank you. So, yeah, thank you. So that is good. That's all I can say. It's been, a, it's been awesome. And he, 
so he also is a strength coach here for football. Okay. Um, so he works with the uh, with all our football athletes. He's on the sidelines with them. Um, he doesn't do any coaching. Right. Um, he's always said that's my, that's my role, but um, right. he loves the workout. He loves the fitness part of it. He loves the training aspect um, and things of that nature. So um, that's what he does. Okay. All right. Gotcha. And that, that, that story really sounds like it's meant to be. And like I said, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, you guys, you guys are being my prayers going forward. So I'm going to ask you, yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask you a couple questions and I want you to keep them, keep them, uh, keep the answer, you know, maybe about 10, 15 seconds long. Okay. Some of these kind of be, they'll kind of be, you know, be like, where you get that from? But I want, I, I kind of want, uh, kind of want to see what you're thinking and, and where your head is at. All right. So here okay. we go. I'm going to start, I'm going to start the clock. I'm going to give us two minutes. All right. Start it now. Here we go. What is the talent uh, people don't know that you have? Um, I mean, I can juggle. I wouldn't say I'm great, but like, I can juggle basketball, tennis balls, things <laughs> like that. Right, right. Who's your favorite male basketball professional player? Uh, currently, uh, well, always Michael Jordan, for sure. I mean, okay. I don't care what people argue, he's the GOAT. Uh, right. And I was a big Kobe fan Right. Um, after, after MJ, so. Okay. Favorite female? Uh, Tamika Ketching, no question. Okay, I think I got the answer to this. Uh, Jordan or LeBron? Oh, man. <laughs> Jordan, all day. Uh, Jordan or Kobe? Jordan, all day. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron or Kobe? Kobe. <laughs> Who's the best athlete between you and your husband? Ooh. <laughs> uh... You got 10 seconds. You got to answer it. <laughs> Come on. Me. <laughs> uh, best player of all time in any sport. I'm too sport. competitive for that. <laughs> best, best player of all time in any sport. Ooh, ooh, wow. I don't know, Michael Phelps. I mean, look at what he's done. Lance Armstrong. I'm Michael Phelps. Let's just go there. We'll go okay. Highest time in your basketball playing career. Just give us one set. You ain't got it Say left. that one more time. I said the highest time or the or the greatest, maybe like greatest achievement of your playing career when you played. What was a high time for you? Any oh, level? Oh, winning the state championship. Winning the state championship at the latest. What was the lowest point of any career, in your career, your playing career? Losing my senior year to Pike. Mm, mm, um, after, we were in the, after we were undefeated, we lost in the second game of the sectional. Wow. And I, I was, that was the lowest moment ever of my okay. life. <laughs> uh, highest, highest time as a, as a coach? Going to the NCAA tournament this past year. Lowest time as a coach? Um, just starting when I started the profession and just really all that it took. And, uh, you know, when, when we didn't win, when it, we did not win many games. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I stumbled over that. We did not win many games my first year coaching. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of going through that and dealing with the kids and the outside things and parents, it was, it was a challenge. Got you. Got you. What sport would you have played in college if you didn't play college basketball? Uh, volleyball. Okay. Favorite coach you played for? Ooh. I'd probably <laughs> say uh, I'd probably go my dad. I mean, he – Okay. He was hard and tough, but I but he like I said, he molded me so my dad. Okay. Favorite coach you haven't played for or that you admire? 
Uh, I, I mean, I think growing up in my era, I mean, Pat Summit was, was I mean, obviously, a shoe wrestling in teeth. Um, she was just okay. someone that I think every women's basketball player looked up to and wanted to wanted to play for. Okay. Best asset a kid uh, can have in basketball? He had a score basketball. Okay. Uh, he had to put, put the ball in the horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite NBA team? At a high team? level. <laughs> Favorite NBA yeah. team? Uh, I'll jump on the. Depends on what I say. Pacers or I'll jump on the Warriors. Oh, please! <laughs> Favorite NFL team? Uh, Colts or I'll jump on whatever bandwagon they're on. Like at the moment. <laughs> What's your favorite pastime? What What do you like to do for your favorite pastime? Uh, I, mean, I love shopping. Probably what I would probably be my favorite thing to do. Oh, typical. <laughs> hey, thanks. Hey, thanks, Coach. <laughs> Coach Janice. <Get> money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you for uh, coming on the podcast today. Um, definitely wish you wish you guys well, and and, and hoping to see uh, a lot more um, a lot more things going forward in the tournament for you guys down at the Hoosiers. Um, you guys have a basketball camp coming up, right? What are those dates? We do. So we have a basketball camp coming up on, hang on one second. I'm going to be able to tell you exactly. Okay. And our elite camp, so our elite camp is for high schoolers. Okay. Um, and not nine to 12. Um, mm. And so that is actually on June the 13th. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me repeat that. Our elite camp for high schoolers is June 22nd. So that will be for all kids entering the ninth grade okay. going up into their senior year. Um, and, um, most of those are for athletes who are aspiring, um, to, to play probably at the next level or, or, or want to kind of be involved in a, um, right. you know, uh, just a high level camp. Um, right. so that will be that. And right. then we have a team shootout. So that's the most high school team. Like okay. for instance, I'll be North Central's coming, mm-hmm. um, and Clyde Carmel and things will be here. So there are. Um, people around the state that'll be here, and that is June thirteenth to fourteenth. Okay. Um, and so that's that. And then so our fundamental camp, mm-hmm. which is for, um, I believe, oh, elementary school basically, elementary school up okay. to middle school, and mm-hmm. that'll be from June fourth through the seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they do a lot of drill work. They play a lot of games. They our kids, our current players, are their coaches. So they get to have a lot of fun with that. Right. And then we have a little Hoosiers camp, and that's for like kindergarten through I think maybe second grade. Right. And that's for two days, June tenth through the eleventh. And we have a blast with that. We lower the rims and you know, play a lot of games, just the stations. Our kids are down there, and so they have a blast. So our information can be found if you just Google Cherry Moore and basketball camps. Mm-hmm. Um, I can send you information if you want to post anything, but all okay. the information details can be found on that website for anybody who wants to come. I do not think you'll regret it. Right. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thanks for thanks for getting on today. Um, and like I said, we definitely appreciate your time. Hey, um, uh, you guys can check us out uh, on www.dreamchasersbball.com. Uh, you can go and see some of our trainings at Dream Chasers Basketball Indy. Like our uh, Facebook page. Um, I want to say thank you to our sponsors, um, and I want to thank you guys for listening. Have a good day.